Mr. Madison, what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Episode 109 The moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes, 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted. Frank Brad, this live liner thing is going to work out great. Here we go. Three, two, one. Oh, dang it. And now, here are your hosts, Brad Milo and Frank A. Rincon. Bill, I, with, Bill I needed more time. Yeah, obviously. I, I, you know, I like to ramp up the things sometimes. You're going to have to learn to adapt, William. <laughs> Bill, could you smell my finger? It smells like crap. Could you just oh, take a whiff of it? Ow. It doesn't. That's no. It that's, like cra- I mean, it smells like. Hey, it's a good thing you didn't. Step why are you in it. still going around poking um, <laughs> cow dung? <laughs> I want to see if it's fresh. I've been trying to get my two-year-old to stop doing that for probably a year now. Welcome to a half hour wasted. I'm Frank. I'm Brad. I am Bill. And uh, welcome to the ex- exciting is show. Will Bill coming up? Will Bill be uh, um, yeah. bumped down to Yuck Monkey? <laughs> we'll find out at the end of the episode. If he keeps up with this this train of um, of um, con- events, things. I, hey, you people are dorks. I kind of figured it was what y'all were expecting, and by you, I mean <laughs> the audience. <laughs> Okay, we have a... All eight oh, wait, we got to talk about our sponsor. Oh, yeah, the sponsor. You know what? We'll mention the sponsor with... Glee and Joy. Yeah, where's my dad gun mm-hmm. music? Here it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. As always, oh. our sponsor is Discount Comic Book Service, dcbservice.com. You can save lots of money on your monthly orders. You can order anything and everything in preview. And you can have them shipped to you monthly, or twice a month, or thrice a month. Is that is that a word? Like four times? Now. Thrice a month? Thrice? With an like, F? I would got, say weekly, but if you want to go thrice. You got once, twice, thrice, oh, thrice. thrice. What would be five times? I like that. There is no such thrice. thing as five, five thrice. times a month. Uh, sometimes right. during June. DCBService.com. Now. We got a big announcement. We do. But we got big people on the phone. Let's get those giant people potted up, Brad. We have, uh, <clears throat> representing the Legion of Dudes, mm-hmm. we have a handful of the dudes on the phone. We're sick of poking fun ourselves. We figured we'd call other people in to do it for us. <laughs> uh, I believe Adam Umack is there. Adam, yes? Oh, uh, yeah. How you, how you doing, guys? Oh, We're good. Goodness. We're good. Uh, we got Ken Morgan on the phone, too, right? Yeah. Hey, what's up going on, guys? Hey. Yes. And we got Russell. Russell Latham? Hey. Did uh, John, did Johnny M ever make it on? What's up? Ah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So what? I'm a missed. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm a, I'm a missed total chaos. So if I drop in and out, say hello, disappear, I'll be like a ninja. By uh, the way, Johnny, I saw that picture you sent of you at New York Comic Con with those two lovely ladies in pink. You lucky dog. Uh. <laughs> 
I have no recollection of any picture. <laughs> I've always wanted to face. Categorically with that. deny any participation in that photo. We'll leave, we'll leave it um, at that. That was that was my big con interview. So you'll get to hear them uh, <laughs> speak. All right. Very slowly, but. <laughs> Well, hey, we have you guys on the phone because we have something very exciting to announce. Adam, I think uh, you were volunteered, voluntold to uh, to start this off. What's the big announcement? Well, first of all, I know I've listened to your show for two years, and every time I hear that Limp Biscuit sound, you know, I get pretty hyped. But actually being on the show when it starts, I'm so jacked right now, I just want to go, like, throw a car or something like that. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. just like, I got like roid rage. Um, Your heart's pumping a mile a minute, isn't it? It is. It is. Yeah, just for you, my sweet baboon. But um, the good news that we have coming out of this and the announcement is something that we've known pretty much since uh, I would say uh, September or August of um, 2008, which is that as of right now, right now. Um, Half Hour Wasted and the Legion of Dudes will be a complete and total partnership. Um, if you take a listen to our episodes, you know, it always says Half Hour Wasted presents. But what we're able to do at this point in time, since we've, you know, really established ourselves with some 25 episodes, is, well, um, by the graces of Brad and Frank and the six of us on the Dudes and, and Bill, is that we are now going to have a complete co-op podcast. Um, and we're happy to split this listenership, and we're happy to split this feed with you guys uh, 60-40. So thanks for that. <laughs> That's so nice. 60-40, I thought That's it was 70-30. So and there was much rejoicing. <laughs> hey. Okay, so with this new partnership comes a new website. Now, um, we wanna, we're, we're going to talk about it here in a, in a second, but um, just a few thanks. And there's a lot of people to thank of this, but uh, Adam and Jamie, you got the ball rolling on this. And, and Russ, you are our code monkey for for uh, um, for most of it. But we're going to have a new URL uh, along with our old URL will still work. But uh, but Adam, why don't you continue telling us about the new website? Well, um, the new website stemmed out of lots of discussions with um, I guess the ten or twelve of us that have been involved with the project and um, the future. The future, Mrs. Umac, um, has spent many an hour laboring for a new site design. Of course, um, our friend Dan just um, designed the Legion of Dudes logo, which is pretty awesome. It's awesome, lo- so awesome I guess, logo. I, I guess from October to um, December, we were in the design stage of things. And while we're still tweaking a few things here and there, and Russ can speak to this, um, we're ready to launch on Friday the 13th of this week, uh, fe- Friday the 13th of February, Ooh. which, I don't know, is either a, the biggest omen in the world or, I don't know, the biggest crapshoot. Either way, um, Russ can talk about programming the site and all that kind of good stuff, though, too. Marcy has the best dad yeah, well, in that movie, by the way. <laughs> She's the hatchet face. Adam and Jamie did a lot of work on design and layout and stuff like that and we kicked around you know what kind of a framework we wanted to build around the site how we wanted to look and act and what kind of content we wanted to add to it so after after playing around with it for a while we all kind of collectively decided on um, a content management system called joomla which allows us complete flexibility so we can add photos and videos and and you know dynamic content and all that cool kind of webby stuff that that you always hear about the web point so two after stuff a lot right? of hard work yeah, yeah, very Web 2.0. Um, so after a lot of hard work, a lot of um, participation from everyone, and a lot of input, 
we're able to put something together. I think that that's gonna that's gonna suit us pretty well. It's 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 gonna be a work in progress for a little bit, but we're fine tuning the last bits this week. So we'll have um, lots of uh, content from the New York Con, um, from you know stuff from Brad and Frank's uh, Dallas Con visit, um, any of the YouTube stuff that you guys have seen. We're gonna we're gonna use um, the new site, which is gonna be hhwlod.com. And it's kind of a conglomerate to, to house everything related to our two shows um, and, and put it all there for everyone to see. So, um, so it's very exciting. Um, it, it's, a, it's a pretty big makeover if you guys are used to, you know, going to the current half-hour wasted site and looking at the, the Libsyn um, setup. This is a lot more dynamic, and there's a lot of cool stuff there. And they'll, they'll still be able to listen to each of our episodes, right, just like they could on the old site. Yeah, it'll be no no different. And aside from the uh, um, hhwlod.com site, you can also go to legionofdudes.com or halfhourwasted.com, and they'll still get you there. Yeah, yeah, we'll make sure everything's redirected, so everything's going to come to the same to the same place. Um, and so we hope everybody checks it out and let let us know what you think. Um, leave your comments um, and just check it out. Yeah, so it'll be one, a one stop for for geeky goodness, and that's a. Uh, um, that's actually a good thing. Now, with the with the Legion of Dudes um, ending up on on it's part two of the Watchmen issue twelve coming up. You guys have a special event coming up, right? Yeah, we have um, we're having a little call in uh, show for a wrap up for the Watchmen. Um, when this airs, it will be Monday, so it'll actually be that night. So anybody that listens to the uh, half hour wasted show on Monday, uh, you'll hear this and hopefully get a chance to call in to our uh, Libsyn number for Monday night when we'll. Be playing the Watchmen Part 2 live, and we have a pretty special um, recorded Dave Gibbons interview that um, Yoda Jones, our buddy Jim Dietz, got through to uh, Dave Gibbons' people, and we were able to set up um, an interview where we sent in some questions, and he recorded an MP3 and answered them. Um, so that's Dave, really cool. That's Dave awesome. Gibbons. <laughs> that's tremendous. Yeah, that's yeah. very awesome. I listened to it, and it's he, he actually seemed like he enjoyed doing it, or at the very least... Didn't mind at all. <laughs> I mean, he actually well, sounded like he had fun. You know, doing it. Right, if I could jump in on that. Yes, sir. Uh, at the at the New York Comic Con, Jim, John, and I were at over the weekend. Jim uh, actually went up to Dave Gibbons yesterday, and he had on his Legion of Dudes T-shirt. And before Jim <gasps> even could say a word, Dave Gibbons like, "Oh, Legion of Dudes! Yeah, <laughs> that was it. a lot of fun. Thanks, guys. Say it. Oh, that is so. that's incredible. That is <laughs> awesome. That wow. is so, awesome." So Jim, that, Gonna, Jim's always going to air on this coming Thursday, and that's when you'll be able to hear it all. And he's like, "Oh, send me a link." You know that this is oh, such a cool, sweet. cool deal because you know Dave Gibbons is getting hit up left and right for interviews because of it coming up, and and you guys got is this is just tremendous. Hey, congratulations! Can I, can I ask now, John? Can I, I have, have a question? I have a go question. ahead. Go ahead. Did did Jim's head blow up when he said that? Jim Jim's oh. head blew up the moment he walked into the con, and I don't think it ever fully healed. He has completely was, was blown away by the whole experience, but he came over to me, and he ran over to me. And <laughs> no, Jim, that's not a good thing. But he was like, I just said thank you to give Dave Gibbons. Oh, my gosh. It's really it hard. To, very, it's a big high for all of us. It's really hard to run with one leg. <laughs> I'm sorry. Doesn't Jim have one leg? No? No? Okay. Can I, can I ask Johnny to clarify something? <clears throat> the, the live... Stickum call-in thing is that actually um, the the ninth of February, like tomorrow for us, right. like the day that this particular yes. episode airs. Uh, that is correct. Okay, okay, okay. 
Now we're gonna we're gonna put that information. Uh, it's it's stickum dot com dot legion of dudes, but we'll put that on our show notes and the number to call in on. Good. So uh, so uh, you know, guys, please call in. It'll be fun. These guys have worked so hard to get to this point to uh, not only bring you the Watchmen in detail, but other books in detail. And uh, and guys, what do you have planned? Uh, sand or uh, post Watchmen? Well, go ahead, Adam. I think, yeah, man, I think, uh, you know, we're listening. That, that's for sure. I think that to start off, you know, one of the reasons this great experiment worked is we tried to bring in new listenership to Brad and Frank. I don't know if you guys remember, but about a year ago, um, Brad and Frank were kicking it hardcore, and they were doing two episodes a week. And I think in a lot of cases, you know, the co-op, you know, provided not only another you know, creative outlet that they could also be a part of because, you know, you awesome. guys have both been on our show. And Bill's coming up on one of our current episodes, on, on one of our upcoming episodes, rather. Delicious. But I think this, you know, this, this puts the burden of, you know, a good show on other people, too. And I think that, you know, in the course of, you know, the last, you know, half of a year, did we get new listenership? Yes. Did we, you know, have make a presence and have it, you know, felt? I, I think so, too. So, we're happy to invite Bill and the rest of the listeners from Half Hour Waste and Legion of Dudes to um, our next real big uh, three, uh, our next, this is me being an English teacher right now, um, <laughs> to our next uh, set of three Maxi series, which are, are uh, Kingdom Come, which Bill's going to jump in on. Awesome. Uh, yeah. New Frontier. And also, um, since at the New York Con, Jeff Johns announced the dates for Blackest Night, um, we're going to be doing um, three Green Lantern Maxi series episodes from. Rebirth all the way to uh, uh, Prelude to Blackest Night. Sweet. So, nice. um, and in, in between those, you're going to have one-shot episodes. Um, I know I've got one coming up and so do a bunch of the other guys, um, along with our, you know, mess around episodes. Uh, one of my favorite uh, of, of those episodes was your duty awards. Made you said me, um, duty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> made me happy. Yeah, the duty awards <laughs> was, a, was a fun episode. Again, I'd like to, since I got four of you dudes on, I'd like to apologize for the quality of your Craven's Last Hunt episode because I really brought it down a notch, be, See, me being yeah, on there. I was going to call so. you on that, Brad. I was going to call you on that exact one because I think it actually had a touch of class that's sorely lacking from this, this show. Wait, did you done. say class? Wow. <laughs> Cla- really? Really? Wow. Hey, you know, school teachers I think all. you're mixing up the word class with the word stinky. Burn. Okay, yeah. and I'd uh, um, as far as the uh, Kingdom Come episode, I'd like you to like to invite you guys to uh, call me up to participate in your episode when you have no class. Okay, um, <laughs> done. I know you said this already, but what is the what is the dudes episode that's going to air this Thursday the twelfth? Is that the Watchmen? It will be the live call-in show. Uh, yeah. Who reads the Watchmen issue twelve part two? Okay, okay, okay. But you're actually going to record it on the the ninth. I understand. Correct. I'm not slow. I wasn't just I zoned out at that point because I was looking up a file. Okay, thank you for clearing that up. <laughs> hey guys, well this is this Brad, is Brad. I've actually um I've actually been working on rewriting and drawing the entire Watchmen series in crayon for you. Yes. <laughs> oh, that would be hey. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, while you're at it, could you maybe you and Adam do Final Crisis the same way for me? <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Even, I can't do that. Well, you have to go back in time and do it on one sheet of paper, and it has to contain all of Final Crisis. Wow, on one sheet, of, and it has to be in three D. <clears throat> hey, and it has Brad, to be composed spoil, of, Brad, wanna, of story. I don't want to spoil a gift that Jim got you, but I think he has a copy of Watchmen Babies in V for Vacation for you. I think he's going to bring it to Jim to meet you. That's awesome, that's gross. That is awesome. <laughs> now, Brad, I heard that. Um, 
CGS episode when they did Final Crisis 7 call-in show, and I'm pretty sure that the first caller um, was you, and, and you said that you loved Final Crisis. <laughs> yeah, that was me calling in, and then for the rest of that phone call, I pretended to be you. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> Which, uh, going back to that episode, is is the guy's name uh, Jamal 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 Igle. Jamal, Jamal Igle. Igle. Okay, he had the best line of that whole show when he was talking about Commandy. Yeah, and he goes, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, guys, 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 that was Julian." <laughs> oh, that was Julian. Oh, yeah, Jamal yeah, well, Igle. Julian. Okay. Julian Lytle. Yeah, uh, we're <laughs> Julian Lytle. Man, I want to read Commandy with his blue jean shorts and his spear. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Julian, I, I laugh so hard. After listening to Julian's phone call, it really made me want to enjoy Final Crisis because he enjoyed it so much. It made him happy. Yeah, that's so Julian's you, phone calls are awesome. So you didn't enjoy Final Crisis then? That's for another time. Another <laughs> oh, place. Man, I'll really tell you right now that last that. episode, that last issue, lost me. I, I was on board up until that last. I, issue. I've got a, I've the last two issues. Yeah, we'll get into another time. But uh, issue six left me confused, and issue seven, I guess I just need to read. Again. Issue six, I liked. Mm-hmm. Hey, it was seven. Hey, I didn't care about. Can yeah. we cut the FC crap right now? Okay, <laughs> huh? because okay. that's what right. it is. Okay. Back to the Legion of Dudes. Well, I'm looking forward to getting into it at big time. Okay, but shortly. shut up. What did for you now? guys All think right. of Final? Shut up for now. You can always just pull my mic down. On behalf of Brad and Frank, no, Bill and Frank. Yeah, take your vitamins. Uh, yes, I'm sorry. Uh, the three of us are proud to. Uh, I don't want to use the word equals, but I can't. Think the of partnership. A, a better way to use it. We're you know. Well, we are the dominant podcast. So at at one point, you guys were under our wing, and now you're not. We're like we're like roommates, and I that's awesome. Um, I like all you guys, and I can't wait to meet. You know, you guys in person that I haven't. I guess at this point, I haven't met um, John. At least the the ones of us that are on the phone right now, I haven't met John in person. Um, by the way, John, you don't look like your picture. Yeah, you look better. You're better you, uh, looking. You don't sound like your picture. Let's just say that. All right. I guess I, I guess I can live with that. Okay. So is that a, yeah, compliment. I, feel, or? I saw Peter Rios. I met Peter Rios for the first time, and he was very small. <laughs> yeah, he, he is. Well, he is a I, tiny man. He can fit in my pocket. Oh, he is a tiny man. And if you're and not careful, you, like, he will crawl into your pocket when you're not looking. <laughs> Was it like the I'm original not, Adam Al Pratt? Small, <laughs> I'm not really a small guy, but I'm the smallest dude easily. How tall are you, I'm John? Uh, I'm like 5'11". Really? No, uh, tall is all I meant. But Did you say <laughs> you were the tallest dude? No, I'm, I'm like the smallest easily, and I'm like 5'11", like 220. No, and I'm dwarfed. Russell's smaller than five eleven. Oh uh, yeah, a lot smaller. Oh nice. I'm like five seven, and uh, I'm five seven, one eighty. You know. But you but you have a big personality, right. Russ. So so um, so you know we don't think of you as five and five, fabulous barbecue. Brown hair, brown eyes. You know. <laughs> yeah, and it's too bad Wizard World uh, has been canceled this year because we were all looking forward to some more. Austin barbecue. I was ready for it. I had my tickets. And that, that, that totally bummed me. I, I thought we were going to, you know, start a great tradition. The the whole, um, you know, uh, uh, tailgating at the con, you know. Yeah. And uh, and it just totally got blown out of the water. I was really. Bummed. We did start a great tradition. It just didn't last long. <laughs> What's a yeah. tradition done Maybe once? Cape. An event? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we could do it at Cape Russell. Yeah. Hey, um, Adam. Uh, if I remember yeah. correctly, Ethan Van Skyver is going to be in Texas on uh, Comic Free Comic Book Day. 
not in the Dallas oh, Fort Worth area, but in a, in a is it down in Houston somewhere, Russell? It's going to be supposedly in Houston, yeah. So I'm I'm getting I'm I'm I've not decided yet whether I'm going to go to Houston for free comic book day or Dallas. You know what? If I go to Houston. I am sorely tempted to drive down the day before and stay with you, and then make the trip to Houston. What uh, is it? The show at Houston, or is it just, ha- or is it is just it a, free comic book day? Yeah, is it a, a store? Um, I, you know, the, the, when when we were at Wizard World Texas, Ethan Matt Skyver gave us that that URL, it was at comicpalooza dot com or something, and that URL doesn't exist yet. And I've done some, you know, Google searching and stuff, and I can't find anything. So I keep looking every so often. I, I figure it's just early. You know, it's it's a few months away. Um, you know, on Facebook, see, I'm waiting to see what the details are. On Facebook recently, um, Ethan posted his appearance schedule for the year and. The details are there, but I can't remember exactly what they were, so I'll have to go back and look. He's going yeah. to. I'm on Ethan's boards pretty much, well, pretty regularly. About you know a couple times a week. He's going to Africa. I know. I saw that. That's pretty awesome. Um, wow. Well, you know, there, there's still some of us in America that haven't had a sketch from from him yet, man. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder what comics Colonel Dubaki reads. Oh, how'd you like that? Twenty four reference. Nice reference huh? Maybe there. he. Uh, maybe he reads. 24. Maybe he reads Rhino. I hope he finishes uh, Flash Rebirth before he goes. Say again? I said, I hope he finishes Flash Rebirth before he goes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe sure he'll get, wrong. like, He'll killed? get Jungle maybe Fever like, and like, want to stay. He'll get killed Ebola. or something? That's horrible. Horrible <laughs> turn in this conversation. <laughs> All right, dudes. Do you know what Jungle Fever is? Uh, yeah, it's when you go to the jungle and you get a fever, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's just go with that and move on. That's exactly. Like Wait, that's okay. Hold on. I'm going to Urban Dictionary but, but right with now. Jungles. Hang on. Ooh. There we go. Frank's calling it up right now. Oh, ooh. Yeah. Ah, not what you expected, huh? Mm. I don't mind that either. Okay, dudes. <laughs> Are you having a good time? <laughs> so, it's a visual yeah, joke that you have to be here to understand what that was about. But Brad's saying let's go, so we'll I'm go. in the rodeo. <laughs> hey, guys, it was a pleasure having you on. Uh, visit our new website at hhwlod.com starting on February 13th. Check out the dudes, uh, their live call-in show tonight, Monday. at um, And you can visit them at stick'em.com slash legion of dudes. The details are on our website. Go. Call them. Hey, we said Plus, what they got time? Dave Gibbons on there. We said yeah, what time tonight? Tell us the time again, please. It's 9, 9 to 10, 30 Eastern. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, 9 p.m. to 10.30 p.m. Eastern. Eastern, okay. What so, time is that in uh, the Ukraine? <clears throat> that is... For our uh, Ukraine listeners. That is 7 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. Okay. We've got, a listener, we've got a listener to well, in the Netherlands. That's we, need to, we should check okay. that out. Netherlands, it's mm-hmm. 2.45 p.m. Mm-hmm. to 4.97 uh, z.m. Okay, you're not making, helping right I'm making now. stuff up. No, you're not. 9 p.m. Eastern. Yes. So okay. check them out. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, hang up. Hey, Brad. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All righty. Wait. Hey, I got a, I got a question for you. Did you ever tell Bill and Frank about when I had cabin fever over Christmas break? You know what? I just found that letter, um, and uh, it, it, I'm extremely embarrassed that I um, had lost it temporarily. Um. So, um, well, it's funny because well, I, um, I dislocated and sprained my ankle right before Christmas break. 
So, like, I couldn't drive anywhere. I was hopped up on, you know, all these crazy painkillers. And I, I, I did it when I was playing in a student faculty volleyball game, right? Yeah. So all the years I played lacrosse, all the years I played football, no injuries, you know, banged up, but nothing. And then I jumped two inches off of the ground to hit a volleyball. And, you know, I break everything in front of, you know, 300 people, which is great. But the crazy thing is, since I was laid up for like four weeks over Christmas break and in January, is that I think I had cabin fever, Brad, because I started to grow a beard. Did you? I have a, I have a, I'll send you a picture. Okay. I have a full beard right now. Should I? Just like. Just, just like, like you know who. Phineas T. Bird Pocket. Just like the man in the woods. Should I read this letter from the man in the woods? It's right here. Uh, well, if he did, he send one to you. He did. <laughs> yeah, he did, and, and like I said, I lost it, but I just found it. Well, you haven't. I mean, we haven't heard from him for almost a year. Well, maybe we should see what what he's up to. I've missed uh, him. I'll, read it. I mean, I sent it to you. He put it. He put it on my door. Well, like I said, I just found it. And, and hey, let me tell you something. I, I love listening to that guy, and I am a poor substitute for Phineas T. Bird Pocket. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to have him back in the fold. Let's, let's, just, let's hear from Phineas T. Bird Pocket. Mm-hmm. All right, dudes, okay. uh, would you like to remain on the phone for this? Do we need a... <laughs> <laughs> yes, we would. I'll take that as a yes. <laughs> Do we need a music bet yes, for this? Yes, I've, I've actually got the music. You guys ready for this? Oh yeah. Ready. You know you know June Bob's going nuts right now. Brad and Frank, I found this letter tied hey, to my doorknob this morning. Mr. Bird Pocket wanted me to deliver it to you from Adam. He says, My dearest friends, be attentive. I humbly apologize for not being able to write you for your one hundredth episode. I am afraid that the territorial governor of my region banned parchment writing utensils, and intellectual curiosity for fear of revolution. It was only until this week that he was overthrown by a stronger, bolder, and obscenely crueler territorial governor. I cannot wait to see what madcap punishment and unwieldy demands our new leader will ask of us. It has been some time since we last corresponded. Perhaps you are wondering what I have been doing since March of this year. Well, that is a story in and of itself. After recovering in my cabin from unwittingly taking a chainsaw to the throat from an incompetent and mouth-breaking lumberjack, Mm. I had what alcoholics call a moment of clarity. The months of laying in bed, picking ticks from my balding pate, and staring out the window into the forest gave me an idea. It was though a choir of angelic voices were calling to me, beckoning me to listen to their sweet, melodious voices. I was to create a new Christmas carol. For my part, I never knew the joys of Christmas. My uncle Archibald, the milner, kept his shop open on Christmas Day in case any woman or foppish man in Westminster was in need of a hat. He would chide me and refuse to make eye contact with me for hours on end that day. Wild nights! Wild nights. I was relegated to sweeping out the chimney soot and turning the logs on the fire. Oh, soot. Months. Weeks days. I wasted none of these and immediately penned a new Christmas carol in about three minutes. I would have finished it sooner, but I wasn't happy with the first draft. Ah, the pains of creating art. Needless to say, it is a surefire hit, as you young people call it. It goes like this. 
I'm not sure what the tune is supposed to be, but we'll try it anyway. It is Christmas Day, oh can't you see? Grab the broom, the iron tongs, and get ready to turn the logs and clean that chimney so your heartless uncle will not scold you. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I think that's going to be a big hit. That's that's what I think of Christmas. Yeah. Immediately. Oh, let's 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 cue the whole music again. I've gotten scolded by more than one uncle on Christmas. Immediately, I realized my Luddite ways were compromised. Unlike yourselves, I am not a member of society's lace curtain. I realized my newly attained cosmic awareness was false. Why would a universe so wise allow mankind to invent such unimaginable horrors such as magnets, non-stone tablets, or rolling pins? I cannot gift the world such harmonies when its gears and mechanisms and modern inventions threaten all that mankind has struggled to end. When will this devilry cease? It is now that I come to you with yet another cryptic and pancake-induced warning. <laughs> Beware. The year of 2009 will bring much more wasted minutes. Repent, for you should pay attention to your life. Not the nonsensical ramblings of two Texan man-boys and their navel-gazing counterparts, this so-called legion of dudes. Be alert. Turn your lives around whilst you still can. I implore you. Sincerely. Phineas T. Birdpocket. Wow. You know what? I think Phineas T. Birdpocket mm-hmm. was on some serious pain meds when he wrote that. Man, that's awesome. I think it's he was rambling. hanging out with Grant Morrison. And, was, um, was Redwood. he have a podcast? <laughs> what? Why doesn't he have a podcast? That's, that, you know, that is art. I don't I know. I think it would be limited not... appeal. I don't know, but I would, I'd listen to his podcast. Thank you very much for reminding me of I that would. because I've been meaning to to play it and then I'd find it and lose it and find it and lose it and I, I feel horrible, but somehow I think Phineas T. Birdpocket will forgive me. Well, he doesn't listen to the episodes anyway. He doesn't have a computer device, I'm sure. But um, Not even DSL? Maybe, maybe this time next year. Maybe this time next year we can announce another co-op. Ooh. <laughs> nice. The, the Birdpocket show? <laughs> Birdpocket experience. <laughs> Okay. Thank that, you, dudes. That's awesome. For being as cool as you are and for wanting to associate yourselves with us. And cheers. We'll give you a cheers here in the studio. Yay. Hey, to the, to the uh, Legion of Dudes. Yay. There's much rejoicing. And there was much rejoicing. Yay. Yay. The nice thing is we don't have to eat anybody's minstrels. Pardon me? Huh? You heard me. Oh, the, oh, the musicians? Oh. The musicians. I you talking about oh, okay. completely yeah, minstrels. <laughs> way off there. Whoa, jeez. I don't off. want any part of that. I didn't that. hear what he said. By the way, you read that with verve and aplomb, and I applaud that. How dare you? I thought he did a good job. <sighs> we'll I'm not sure what later. that meant, but we'll talk I'm with Frank. I thought yeah. I did a good job. Mm-hmm. All right, dudes. All right, guys. All right. All right. Wonderful Bye, hearing from you. Legion of Dudes rocks. Bye, guys. We'll always love you. Take care, guys. Bye. Parting is such sweet sorrow. This is where you okay. click. Are they I still hate on? goodbyes. You hit end. I'm lousy at goodbyes. Okay, so uh, be safe. I love you. That's kind of Eat your vegetables. ding a ling a ling Okay, I think they're gone. Okay. Well, that was wonderful. Um, The dudes. Good old legion of dudes. Well, you know what? I, we happy. started it, and I want to talk about just a little bit Final Crisis. It ended. You do? Yeah. Go ahead. Just real quick. Oh, God. Now I'm going to have to um, read it can seven be, real quick. It Hang can on. be quick. Okay. I mean, we still um, have, you know, 
a list of things yeah, to we, talk we, about. We can get to it, but we had this started on it and stuff. Let's and plus, it's still it. fresh. Go for it. Um, not, a, I'm not afraid. Of what? <laughs> of talking about Final Crisis. Yeah, I mean, there's no reason afraid. to be. There's no reason it. to be afraid. Um, it, the ending was very disappointing, and you know, really? I I read through it. I probably read through it twice, and it wasn't until the second time that I realized that there was like a lot of time shifting going on. Yeah, but the ideas were so dense. So did um, you? Uh, was it the uh, was it the very 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 ending or well. No, it? it was the be- it was a beginning of page one of okay. the last issue. <laughs> it really enough. was Ridiculous. because you you have to base a story on its ending, whether it was good or not. I mean, there could be Stupid. parts of it, but the whole of the story okay. is going to come down to the ending. And lame. And it well, was disappointing. Okay, here's what I don't get. May see it? Do you have Grant the copy? Mor- right no, there? that's this. Sorry, that's six or seven. Um, May see six or seven. Grant Morrison said that um, that's not Stupid. the. It's the stick and sliver cover too, which I hate. I've got all the other uh, J.G. Jones covers except for issue six, which is the one that had Batman on it, which would have been the cool one. Oh, I have that one. Hmm. Want to trade? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm going to sell them anyway. So. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. Well, I, always case, sell, I always sell my event comic book. Okay, in that I case, trade me. I hated Final Crisis. <laughs> <laughs> I've what was that? What would you say, Heather? What would you say? I hated Final Crisis. Really? Wow. She's, Thank uh, you for that input. I appreciate that. She's, uh, I mean, yeah. I, I think it's safe to say that, that a large percentage of everyone was very disappointed by the end. And you know what? I still uh, I still like Final Crisis better than uh, Secret Invasion, even though I have Whoa. no idea how Final Crisis actually ended. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I would say... Oh, absolutely. And maybe it's maybe it's my, my leanings towards DC Final versus Crisis Marvel. made no sense. Well, yeah, but I mean, it was about- wrapped in story, written on one page, and uh, that in, that was composed of time and mm-hmm. uh, and a monkey <laughs> and a monkey and a monkey. Um, yeah, what what thing I didn't get was it seemed like a lot of that. You know, is Batman the- dead or not? He's wow. at the he's at the beginning of time. So. Grant but that's, I mean, said, they're going to bring him back in a month. The story know? ends with the first boy on Earth, mm-hmm. and the story ends with the last boy on Earth. So is Batman the last boy on Earth? Mm-hmm. Is Batman friggin' Commandy? Well, no, I can answer that. It, it changed. It's not Commandy. Yeah. It's Anthro at the beginning well, yeah. and the end. Uh-huh. That changed since okay. Morrison said that. Yeah, he said while he was writing it, the ending changed. Okay, all right. Well, that helps out a little bit because I'm sitting there trying to reconcile what Grant Morrison had told us uh, with his own lips. Mm-hmm. And tongue and uvula. Confusing. <laughs> and um, that didn't seem to reconcile with the Confusing. ending of issue seven. I, You know, I was on board up yeah. until issue seven. And then issue seven, just the last, the first three pages, I was really just, I don't, I it's moving so fast. And there's a whole bunch. Of, and I think it was, what was that guy we just talked about who was on CGS who loved it? Adam. No, um, um, uh, I want my money back. <laughs> you know what? I do too, Heather. <laughs> I do too. Juan, Juan, uh, Ju- Julian Lionel, Julian. Julian. Lionel. Okay, okay. He he had he made a great observation, and he said that this was the um, uh, this was like cross cutting in movies. This was like fast cutting in movies. Mm-hmm. And when he said that, I totally understood that, but it doesn't translate to the printed page when you do that. Okay. And especially when you're trying to do time compression, especially with this, I just I just don't get it. It just seemed like there were a, a number of threads. How many that... trees were destroyed to print this crap? Uh, <laughs> That's a very good question. <laughs> I don't think many because I don't think the print number was high. No? I, I, don't, I, I think this was – because I think sales 
Last I saw, sales were going. I like the like a Kevin Falco. Heather here to talk to us. Mm-hmm. That's pretty amazing. Me. She's uh, she may be replacing me shortly. No, <laughs> yeah, if you keep up, you're. I know. Are we done with Final Crisis? Uh, well, what do you think? I mean, uh, I. Why did you not like it? It didn't but, make any sense. I couldn't okay. tell you what happened. Okay. And I'm gonna. I literally. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna break the fourth wall. When I called you, and and said, "Do you have all of the issues of that miniseries, Death yes. of the New Gods?" Yes. What I was going to do mm-hmm. was bring in my seven issues of Final Crisis, okay. my last six issues of Countdown, yeah. mm-hmm. and take your mm-hmm. eight issues of Death of the New Gods, okay. shred them, put them in a blender, okay. pour some water in and mix it up, yeah. because you asked um, Ian Levenstein to have you take those, those issues <laughs> and have them make sense with Final Crisis. Okay. Well, I was going to do that for you, but I've decided instead of shredding my copies yes. of Final Crisis, I'm just going to... Mail them back to Dan DiDio, send him my name and address, and, and tell him he can... And a, and a bill. <laughs> no, <laughs> so ask for your money back. I am. I'm going to okay. send him my name and address and say, you can please reimburse me at this address. Wow. Okay. I'm going to do it. Yeah, I, I, the one thing that sticks out to me, and I don't want to blow all our material for the Final Crisis episode, but... No, um, this is the Final Crisis episode. Well, Grant Morrison swore... Oh, that, I forgot we are going to have somebody else talking about yeah, it. Grant Morrison what? swore that everything was going to make sense. We want to have a guest talking about all the crises. Oh, yeah, well, we can talk about that. I mean, Adam Murdo is going to be on probably... But we're not going to talk about Final Crisis because it doesn't fit the crisis model. I mean, what? we'll, we'll, well probably... we're going to have to bring it up and say, why doesn't this fit the crisis model? Well, it's simple. It's not a crisis. It's not? I mean, it has crisis in the title, but it doesn't fit the model. Every crisis kind no, of re, no. ki- kind of up to this point has done something to shape the universe to kind of, well, with the exception of identity crisis, has done something to kind of reshape okay. the universe in some way. And this didn't really do it. Well, I think the DC powers the B. Um, I think the identity crisis is just kind of a, uh, it's a bookmark. It's a footnote in between, you know, two, mm-hmm. in between it's like th- millennium. three chapters. But they... They themselves, DiDio and his cronies, um, believe that you know it went crisis and then infinite crisis and then final crisis. I mean, they absolutely, they absolutely, uh, you know, keep the final crisis story in the crisis. What was the friggin' crisis trilogy? Well, was the crisis? It it was the birth of new gods. That's what the crisis was. It was the birth of the fifth world. But you know, that that's a section of the universe that I'm not that familiar with. I don't think a lot of people are. Well, I mean, it's an opportunity for you people to <laughs> I learn like a little bit Brad about I like that Brad needs a surrogate. That's dumb. <laughs> That's dumb. I'm not defending it. I, I, I'm just telling it you what it is. It seemed to me that there was a heck of a crisis in Final Crisis. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm not sure why uh, there's a lot of wonderment about, you know, well, what was the crisis? Well, the crisis mm-hmm. was that basically the Earth was completely destroyed. And like we had to like move to a different Earth, yeah, because it was so screwed up. And you know, I, I've got a lot of issues with it, but overall, you know, I'd give, uh, um, I, I'd give Morrison, um, I give Morrison the benefit of the doubt. I think the weakest part of it was, uh, for, and there were a lot of weak parts. But when mm-hmm. Libra disappeared, yeah, in issue six, and then not to not to appear again, again, yeah, there were just that a was lot of range. There were a lot of threads that you just went. Because you know, they spent Brad hated so it and much. Says he won't even speak out loud about it. <laughs> I don't blame you, Brad. Okay, you just let the lovely Mrs. talk for you. Um, no, I mean I, they spent so much time and energy uh, building up the character of Libra, and then just ooh, I yeah. have a feeling that won't be the last we've seen of him. I mean that really? that, that really? was a that was a funny line, but it didn't. Well, you would think that it would pay off in seven. 
I but, would have thought a lot of things would have paid off. I mean, yeah. you know, well, in issue six, you're sitting there thinking to yourself, wait a minute. So Libra has taken on all comers at this point, but Lex Luthor's powered up ray beams out of his wrists <laughs> yeah, can yeah. do him in. Or he says, nah, this is a good time to leave. We don't know why Libra all of a sudden wasn't occupying his suit, you know, after Lex's, you know, ray blasts. I mean, it yeah. just seems like Libra should have been able to overcome that. Um, I mean, geez, he... He killed the stinking Martian Manhunter and did lots of other bad things, but he couldn't handle one blast from Lex Luthor. And, you know, just a lot of a lot of weird tie-ins. You know, Dr. Zavanna finding out that it's Mad Hatter technology and it's no big deal to turn off, you know, the, to block the signal. That, that was and, ac- now, that was know. actually pointed out in issue two, that it was Mad Hatter technology, yeah. but they actually put the two together. Yeah, but I mean, it just it seemed like kind of like with Secret Invasion, and I don't think you can separate the two. I mean, I think Marvel's events and DC's events, you know, are like apples and oranges. I mean, they go together. Um, you know, it's like, it's like, you know, Jack and Jill. I would just like to point out that nowhere on my notes list do you see the words Final Crisis. Okay. Well, let's move on to the next thing. No. Good point. You guys. We're done. Roll with it. We're done. Okay. um, Okay. If that's the case. Slimy yet satisfying. (laughs) I would like to. um, First off, we teased it at the beginning. Okay. I threatened Bill with a demotion to Yuck Monkey. Yuck Monkey, if he'd did not finish the Walking Dead trades by the time we gathered to record right. next episodes? Dude. He did. Dude. And your opinion? Uh, my opinion is is basically the same as it was when I read that first trade, I don't know, a calendar year ago. Um, Robert Kirkman is, is incredible. And uh, even though it was black and white, uh, I remember Brad, did we say this on air or was it? Uh, no, I'm pretty sure we said it between, on air. Um, how even though it's black and white, Brad can kind of, you know, the, the mind fills the colors in and, and mm-hmm. this and that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I went that literally that far with it, but there's it was, number nine for oh, you right there. Dear heavens. Um, oh, I, you know what? Frank I hasn't was, even read number nine. No, you, you read I, was, I was entranced by it. It's a great story. Um, it's a great story. I think the, uh, uh, you know, the idea that, uh, that Kirkman had that it, this was going to be, you know, what would it be like if it really happened? You know, this is not a George Romero movie. You know, this is not, you know, this is not a bunch of silliness. This is, this is, you know, Kirkman's attempt to give you an idea of what it would really be like if it actually did happen. And I mean, let's mm-hmm. talk details. So spoiler alert. I mean, let's yeah. talk about some of the things that, right. that did happen in it. Um, Master shake. Um, I absolutely love that the governor came back. Spoiler I thought that, but alert. I did kind of, <laughs> when you realize that he wasn't, dead yet i kind of yeah. thought oh he's got, he you know that's a sure well, sign he, that he's not here's a quick there, there were some that. conventions that that i didn't appreciate here's a know. quick synopsis for our listeners who don't mm-hmm. even know what we're talking about walking dead is published by image, image comics it's up into issue 50 something right mm-hmm. about now okay. um it's a story about some kind of zombie plague that happens and it's a small group of people that we've been following throughout the whole story yes it, there are zombies in it, but I would not call it a zombie comic book. Now, does this come out? Uh, when did this come out? Did it, this come out before, during, after? Twenty eight days later, it came out right when twenty eight days came out because Kirkman okay. was worried, and it was a pure coincidence that they okay. both had that same type of of yes of opening. Because pure for the un, for the uninitiated, the protagonist Rick uh, at the beginning of The Walking Dead wakes up in a hospital, having been out for a month or a so, few mm-hmm. weeks yeah. at this point. Wakes up, no idea what's going on, 
exactly like 28 days later. That's not a, it's not to denigrate um, it's not to denigrate what happened. I mean, it makes sense. Um, you know, how you liter- didn't get eaten in that month? It I don't literally know. was a total coincidence. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, which, but it's which a is, solid read. It's a cool. good character drama study that just happens to have the occasional zombie threat in it. Yeah, um, I thought that the uh, the I thought the trades were um, pretty pretty level uh, quality wise. I mean, I, I don't I don't think there was a point where Kirkman starts losing it or starts running out of ideas or anything. I don't think that's it. And I, I've read something uh, where Kirkman basically doesn't have plans to ever wrap that up he said he, if he could write it forever he yeah, would yeah so we don't necessarily ever expect a the end stamp on the end of one of these trades right um so deal with that but um uh i think it you know the, the first the first two or three trades are absolutely by far the strongest um like with any story you know it's it's the build-up you know it's the start of the story that you know it, it's the journey you mm-hmm. know it's not the kill you know, right. it's, it's the it's the chase. It's not you know the kill, whatever. But it, we would be remiss in saying that in each and every trade, mm-hmm. if if we didn't say this, in each and every trade, there is a holy crap moment. Yeah, that to me just keeps me interested and wants I want the next trade now. And you're right. That's one of the things that there are very few writers, in my opinion, that give you those OS moments where you put the comic book down and your eyes get kind of wide and you kind of just sit there for a second and absorb what's going on. Oh, snap. Mark Millar does that to me. And Robert Kirkman has done that to me. Like you said, at least once, maybe twice in each of these trades where you just go, oh, you are kidding me. You know, if you're not familiar, Kirkman also also does Invincible. Okay. Invincible. And and those end Ah. very similarly. It's, 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 uh, he gives you a great cliffhanger at the end, and then you're just mm-hmm. kind of wow. Oh dear! No, and what's long. that werewolf one he does? Uh, I could have. I was thinking of the name and of the the astounding werewolf. Or I think I've no, read the first right. first the ten issues of it, and those he has a great formula, and they all end like. Oh! I read the first three issues uh-huh. of that and was extremely bored. Really, yeah. I I thought it was good. Interesting. Now, when you compare it to Invincible or um, or Walking Dead. Third, I easily. haven't read Invincible, but I have the first three hardcovers that I found at half off at conventions. Now the uh, they're surprisingly quiet. There's not a lot of dialogue in them. The one thing with these uh, these Walking Dead stories, um, um, as the story progresses, um, I think it gets more and more interesting up until they uh, they get uh, uh, it ends up Rick um, he he wanders out he realizes uh these guys are zombies and they're trying to eat me and i better you know get away from them uh wondering what's going on you end up finding out that that apparently it's some kind of biological problem with humanity because um it's not necessarily the product of getting bitten you know or chomped on by the zombie that turns you into a zombie it's dying right in any form yeah you know but we're we're used to zombie movies and stuff like that where you I get... disagree with that. I, I think if you no, do, I'm cause, serious. Cause, no, because because they do talk about well, don't they, get bought. They've, they've had at least two times where someone has gotten a big hunk taken out of their leg or their calf or whatever. They've cut that body part off, right, And that yeah. person has not turned, right. So it's literally it's it's the process of death which turns into the zombie. It's not necessarily getting bitten by the zombie. Now, now when the zombie you know pulls most of your shoulder blade out with his teeth, that usually results in blood loss and death, which results in a zombie. Okay. Now I got you. But it's not yeah. But but the zombie bite itself, it's not like getting bitten by a vampire or anything, right? Which is yeah. we're, and we're used to seeing that in the zombie movies when the yeah. zombie attacks somebody. Oh, okay, you know they're zombified yeah, sooner you or later. Get the, 
You get the zombie juice in you, and you go zombie. But I'm glad you were able to read those books. Yeah. Um, I love that story, and I'm glad you're not a yuck monkey. I I tell you what, um, I'm me too. By the way, Um, we got to the uh, we got to the prison. And uh, the, they've been in the prison now for a good four or five trades um, out of the eight, um, now nine, that I will end up reading. Um, but they got to the uh, the prison and what the third trade and have been there ever since. And um, it's not that, that I think it's, it's gotten um, uh, worse or boring or anything like that. No, it's been darn good the whole time. Um, but there's been a... Uh, uh, there's been a number of times when uh, when I thought to myself, not necessarily get on with it, but man, this is you know this is not really happening. There were a couple of conventions that I thought were, you know, that kind of I don't know didn't leave me cold, but I thought to myself, you know, this is some fairly obvious foreshadowing, which he has not been doing up to this point. Um, like with the stuff with uh, uh, Michonne um, leaving the uh, the governor, um, you know, alive. He. Yeah. he probably wishes he was dead at that point but he's not they save him and you just know that that's going to come back and bite you mm-hmm. and you know just one of those where you know you take care of the job you know get it done and uh, don't worry about uh, don't worry about him coming back you know maybe I worry mean, about his followers but he's clearly the sickest one of that bunch yeah. you know he's clearly a ringleader and um which i didn't quite understand what his motivations were because he does have some strange he was uh, just nuts well he does uh, you see, I couldn't understand if he had an incestual relationship with his daughter. Because remember okay. when he pulls out her teeth and yes. then he wants to kiss her? Yeah. I didn't know if that was a fatherly kiss or an incestual I kiss. I think it's a crazy person I kiss. Think it's, I think it is. My guess is that it was crazy uh, slash uh, wildly inappropriate. Um, but I didn't get the impression that... And his it, daughter's a zombie. I yeah, I didn't, <laughs> his, his daughter's what? A three-year-old zombie. Yeah. Something like that who's who's got a neck chain and is attached to a wall. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not get the impression, and they, he, he never spelled it out one way or the other, that you know he had you know been in a relationship like that with his daughter before she zombified. I think mm-hmm. it just her... His daughter becoming a zombie made him that nuts. You know, the end of the world, you know, made him that nuts. And I'm still... You know, eight trades in. The, I think the thing I'm looking for is um, I want to see you know more of the universe. You know, I want to see more of this world that they live in because to this point, you know, they started in you know started just outside of Atlanta, went to the outskirts of Atlanta, and then went to a prison which was basically on the edge of Atlanta, and so they've been down there the entire time. And it's not that you know you expect to see the world hopping adventures of Rick and his and his boys, but. Uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens when they get somewhere else. I mean, will they find, you know, will they find a city or a community that has been, you know, reasonably unscathed? Right. Um, at the end of trade, wonder, at the end of trade nine. Okay. Will some of those questions we're, we're gonna, be answered? It appears that we're moving in that direction. Good. Good. Okay. That's cool. Um, there, there used to be a show called Jericho on yeah. CBS, mm-hmm. and um, the first maybe. Six or twelve episodes of that. I saw that it's been canceled now, but um, a war takes place and knocks out yeah. all communication. It's on in the world. It's on Universal High Def show, right? Yeah, um, Skeet Ulrich. Skeet Ulrich. Yeah. Yeah. Scary. Uh, not scary. Not movie. scary. Scream. Uh, yes. Exactly. Yeah. But that about. is such a great concept because they're in a small town. Nobody knows what's going on. No one can get a message out to anywhere. Yep. And that's kind of what what this is. Nobody knows what's going on. Jericho in the whole is missing world. two things. Two things if Jericho had added to it, I would have been a rabid fan. Number one, zombies. Monkeys? No, number one, zombies. Really? And number two, 
more cowbell. <laughs> you heard me. You know what? You're right. If they had had more cowboys. Thank you. I appreciate that. Now, next on your list, do you have some emails you want to read? Yeah, I want to read some emails here. And I'm not going to do everything on the list. I think I might leave one off. All right. Um, I'll go to the latest or the earliest one, the oldest one, Chad Ciccone. Hey, he's the guy who does uh, Mercury and the Murd. I'm one of the artists. Hi, guys. I'm one of the artists from Mercury and the Murd, and we met at uh, CGS Super Show last year. I wanted to thank you for all the nice comments you've made about the book in recent episodes. Uh, He wrote this January 6th. It's totally weird to be sitting there in the evening drawing you guys into a panel and listening to your voices at the same time. Cool. The same goes for Adam Murdo and the other podcasters whom Sean has written into the story, Sean Pryor. It's also gratifying to know that someone actually reads his things other than Sean Pryor (laughs) and likes what we're doing. I can't wait for everyone to see the next storyline, which will be part of the PKD Media Presents book Sean will be premiering for this year's convention season. I think my page work is getting better and can't wait to see the reaction to this new storyline. I'm also looking forward to seeing you guys at Super Show again. Keep up the good work. Love the show, chat. Great. Do you want to take this opportunity to do what's number seven on your list? Nope. Okay. That's last. <clears throat> uh, Andrew Pellerito says, four days. Four days. Now, I've been singing the WKRP theme song. <laughs> Why are you so mean? <laughs> Actually, I kind of like it. Thanks. That's a black scarf on the forums. Andrew Pellerito. Excellent. Eric Hayes. Brad and Frank. I've been really digging your show, but you could imagine how bummed I was to hear on your 100 episode show that I was just one of millions of listeners. I used to think that I was so unique. I'm no trailblazer after all. Could my mother have been wrong? Anyway, keep up the good work. I especially like the computerized voice that spits out pertinent words from the interesting conversations featured on HHW. I imagine that there's a robot being held against his will in your studio, and he's only able to shout out one word before he's clubbed over the head with a piece of cake. (laughs) This makes me just laugh and laugh and laugh. That's nonsense. Actually, what what is the robot's name? The robot? Yeah, the one you have strapped in the corner. I think it's Jose. No, that's uh, that's uh, Bartholomew. Okay, I wrote yeah, a comic book mind. that came out a couple of weeks ago, the Outer Space Men graphic novel. I'd love to send you a copy. It would be a dream come true for the HHW captive robot to recite lines from my book. Ooh, he would love Visit that too. Visit our official website at www.theouterspacemen.com. Ah, let me know about the robot. Thanks, Eric Hayes. Just send that uh, to why captive don't you read my robot. to Eric Hayes. Okay, hey Eric, if it makes you feel any better. You can go around saying you listened to Half Hour Wasted before it was cool. Of course, that will not carry much weight since it's not cool yet. But once it is, our projected forecast for coolness is late April 2043. You can be then be a trailblazer. We would enjoy seeing your book. Please send it to our corporate offices, a.k.a. my apartment. Which I haven't gotten yet. <laughs> you know, so he is sending it. Yeah. That's good. And I wanted to say... Um, I haven't got it yet. To please send it. We'd love to, to read it. No doubt. Uh, we look forward to reading it. If you get emails from a robot claiming to be held captive, please ignore them. Mm-hmm. Sincerely, Frank. Mister. Yeah, I'm looking forward to, to checking that out. Ooh, my, I think my I think my internet just, oh, my browser just like really freaked out. That was mm. awesome. Crazy. And then, uh, pretty sure this is the last one. Yes. John Davis. Says, hi, Frank. Hi, Brad. Fake name, fake name. John John Davis. Wait a minute. Isn't he the guy that does Garfield? 
<laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> John Davis. We've got his cat in, in the living room, by the way. Or Match Kit John on the mm-hmm. forums here. I am currently listening to your podcast from the very beginning. I am currently enjoying episode 26 as I type this. I expect to be caught up before the end of the month. And he wrote this uh, two days ago on February the 6th. Rather than comment about each episode, that would just be crazy, I would like to comment on each arc of ten episodes and identify each arc by word or phrase that I believe (laughs) identifies those ten episodes or that is my favorite episode. The theme for episode one through ten is according to Jim. And I'm looking for my... Where is that music? (laughs) That's an old chestnut that needs dusting off. Dang, where is that music? (laughs) According to Jim. That's right. Uh, you know what? I think I actually took it off of my sound. Oh, well. No. Oh, yeah. Don't right. take sound In honor of this, I would like to offer my list of the hottest yeah. wives from TV shows that feature the fat, schlubby husband boyfriend <laughs> with the hot wife girlfriend in no particular order. There's plenty of them. Yes. Number one, Elizabeth Montgomery from Bewitched. That is a hearty, okay. I agree 100%. Yeah, though, though neither Darren Stevens was rotund shall we say that's true. Yeah, but he they're both reasonably they did have he was schlubby yeah but he was schlubby yeah uh, i mean Jim, how did he get a hot wife well and and that that jerk man he he had the temerity to try and and live without the benefit of magic i mean what's wrong with you if your wife can conjure you up a pizza oh! by snapping her fingers what's wrong with that you know what? If your wife both Darren's too. You know what? Yeah. If your wife can get you a couple tickets to see Buddy Holly and the Crickets, what's wrong with that? You know, and oh, uh, oh, uh, and we never I used did, to love that cartoon. We never did get to see her in um, in that that black getup with the broom. No, we never, never did. did. In the hat and the cape. Yeah, Elizabeth yeah. Montgomery, the one and only. And she's I always one of those liked it when she wiggled her nose like that. Do you remember how Tabitha did it? Yeah, she would go. She had to use her finger. Yeah, yeah, I would have too. I always yeah, thought that they must have had like like some kind of what piano wire or fishing line attached to her nose. A second one, Dick Sargent or Dick York? Dick oh, York. Dick for me, uh, Dick uh, Dick York, the first one for sure. I think Dick Sargent actually did a lot of those um, like uh, hygiene films in the fifties. Okay, and occasionally I'll see some of those. Like here's Johnny. Johnny didn't wash his hands after going to the bathroom. Ew. He's a social outcast. <laughs> Poor Johnny. <laughs> I think he did some of those. I'm not yeah, familiar after, with this. Uh, Reef uh, Madness, those, those things were all downhill. Mm-hmm. I'm not familiar with this next sitcom. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I, 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 Jamie Gertz from Still Standing. Yeah. Yeah, that's oh, the, yeah. She's got the, the British. She's married to the British dude who was yeah. in. Uh, Jamie Gertz was in um, Twister. Yeah. Yeah, and then and, um, square. He was square, square peg. Square, square pegs. He was in Jamie Gertz was, was also Twister? in. Uh, yeah, wasn't she, she was, in the Lost Boys? Yes. Yes. Was that her? Yes. She. She never got the recognition that I thought she should get. And you say was she in Flatliners? Yes, she was. There we go. And why are we listening to this? This is still standing. Isn't this the theme song to Still Standing? <laughs> I don't know. Mm, you know. I I never really saw the show. I know of it. And the guy who's like a, a Midwest uh, schlub, yeah. uh, his wife is, uh, he, he actually, he's actually British. He's, so he has, a, he has an American, uh, a very good American accent. Yeah, okay. he, um, uh, he was in uh, A Knight's Tale. He was one of, um, along with Alan Tudyk and um, uh, the... Heath Ledger. Yeah, well, and... Also, the dude who played Chaucer, uh, Paul Bettany. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
And I'm sorry I've forgotten that one dude's name, but there you go. Okay. Just for disclaimer's purposes, oh, you this know what? is not the theme song. That's Elton John. Yes. I'm sorry. That's the wrong thing. Yeah, I can that's tell the by the, those bushy eyebrows. My bad. And the, Maybe and the, sun, and and the, the big duck, glasses. And the duck suit. Uh, Courtney Thorne Smith from, of course, Ding-a-ling-a-ling. according to Jim. <sighs> she is very yeah. hot. Where is that music? <laughs> according to Jim. Alt Where F for find. Where is the music? There Apple, we go. Apple Command find. Oh, yeah. Ah, there we go. That's Never right. drink while you're podcasting. According to us. <laughs> there was a... um. There used to be a little video online that was every episode of According to Jim. <laughs> and it was this guy in a fat suit coming up to this guy dressed like the hot wife. And that music plays and he comes up and goes, sorry I did whatever it was that made you mad. Oh, that's okay, Jim. And they hug. And then they played that song again. Never watch two things at once. I don't even know what that means. Oh, baby. Oh, yeah. All right. Someday he does do I that, will does see he? one oh, second yeah. of one of those episodes uh, of that show. Not, I, you see one episode, you have seen every episode of According to Jim. I'm I know not familiar people... enough with the next person on this list to know okay. if the last name is, is right, but it, it sounds off. Leah Ramini from King of Queens? Le, uh, Leah Remini. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. She is. Yeah. What's her last name? And, I can't tell you, Remini? but I know what she looks like. Remini? It's Remini. It's like Remedy, oh, but with Remini. an M. She's a Scientologist. Four M's a silent Q. Um... Four M's and a silent Q. Yes, uh, it's just I, you know what, I've I've gotten out of the habit of watching sitcoms. He believes in I, um, lives inside of everybody. Okay, don't say Scientology or they'll come and get us. I'm trying to find <laughs> the the theme song. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. When you're when you're the king and you live in Queens, this is the show for you, kings of Queens. <laughs> Sometimes your wife is hot and you aren't, but that's okay because it's the king of Queens. You know, all great, I find are covers, dude. actually. I don't actually find the, the literal... Baby, when it's That's... you and me living in Queens, hey, I'll be your king. Can you guess what sitcom this is? This is me, Nicole Bradford. Cute, huh? This is my dad, and this is my dad. How'd I get to Well, dad? stop, stop. <laughs> Based on just that little description, I'm going to jump, take a guess, and say, my two dads. Exactly. Wow. That's exactly and that's a right. leap. That's very good, very good, Big. very nice, very nice. You did good. You that did was the first. Oh my god! No, not this again! No, wait, wait, not this on. again! I know what the theme song for these ten episodes are going to be. Or they yeah. are. Uh, yeah, but who's the America or burst? It says America or burst or burst. Yeah. I personally would prefer burst, like ball of flames type burst. Yeah. Here comes. Here comes. Oh, man, this is so haunting. Look at the goosebumps, man. They're coming back. <laughs> I Look know. At them. I just, I don't get that. Look. Oh, here comes, just, ready? Here he's comes. doing? He, he really does have goosebumps, ladies and gentlemen. Standing tall on the wing of my dreams. Rising fall okay, on you know the, the wing prof- of my dreams. <laughs> the professor's in just, the other room going, not again. <laughs> Seriously? Again with the with the thing with the thing and of course the last one on his list Jennifer Aniston from Friends. Uh, now what? let me ask you a question. That doesn't count. Did they ever get married on that show? Yeah, they did, and they got divorced. Mm. Did they? Hey, kiddo, it's Zoe. What's what, up, Zoe Z? in the house? What's up, darling? Do you, How are we she doing? doesn't feel good, does she? 
Oh, you what's wrong, kiddo? What's wrong? Sick? It's because of Frank and Brad singing. Is that right? No. no? Okay. What's all over your hands? Okay, she's got some marker on her hands. I happen to think oh, uh, Jennifer paint. Aniston is kind of yeah. cute. I think she's okay. overrated. Yeah. I really yeah. brought a dog I think uh, you're overrated. Mm. Yeah. And I think you're overrated for thinking I'm overrated. I think you're overreacting. I, I think, think you're I'm, overreacting I think I'm, that I'm overreacting. I think I'm underrating your overreaction. I did. She just, uh, Courtney Cox is the so, hot one on that show. That, well, she's, you know, mm-hmm. pretty nice, too. If I had to rate them, Courtney Cox, Phoebe, Jennifer. I'd even take Phoebe. uh, Phoebe's twin and put her in the mix. Hey, Zoe, how's your tooth? Good. Zoe, you lost a tooth Good. a couple weeks ago. How's it coming? Let's see. Smile. How much did the tooth fairy bring you? One dollar. One dollar? One dollar? The tooth fairy only gave you one dollar. What? <laughs> you should be sticking your tongue out at the tooth fairy, not me. That was a you know what, Brad? Give her a ten. There. <laughs> Brad, give her a ten. I know. I just felt it. Yeah. Oh. oh here. You know what? Okay. She knows she can stay home from school tomorrow. She's got to so get out she, of here. Uh-huh. She went ahead and put her forehead up on the light bulb. Oh, okay. That's how you do it. Yeah. You stuck your head in the, f- in the f- on the furnace, didn't you? Oh, no. All right. Okay. <laughs> Hey, don't oh, spit at me. Excuse me. Don't spit at me. I'm sorry you're sick, Zoe. Yeah, we, we, we're sorry you, you're not feeling good. Bye, Bye Zoe. Zoe. Okay. Hey, Brad, and swing around. Close the door on the way. Close the door. No, All can't. right. Okay. Um, I have two two things left on my list. Yeah, let's do the voicemails. You want to do the voicemails? Okay. I'll do one voicemail here. Um, A non-Dan... Voicemail? How that's impossible? Actually, that's that, well. There's no reason for that. Why are you even there's trying? Why are you even because trying? Because we do have a non-Dan voicemail. That's impossible. Nothing I wrong with another Dan that. voicemail. No we have I, a non-Dan voicemail. I vote for I don't a Dan that. voicemail. I think we should no, have a Dan voicemail. No, I we're going to we have a another episode of the Dan from San Antonio. <laughs> My guess is there's plenty left, mm-hmm. and so I don't see anything wrong with you know. Let's just here start it is. The here it is, right here. Work our way down. No, this is a Dan. For, this is a non-Dan voicemail. I can't believe that. Mm. It is. I promise. Here okay. it is, right here. We'll see. Here we go. We'll see. Hey guys, what's going on? Donny Salvo here. I just wanted hey, to say hey. I listened to your Monty Python episode, and it was phenomenal. Ha. <laughs> Um, Monty Python's been a huge influence to me, and uh, a lot of the people I work with, actually. What, a comedian? And uh, just an awesome, awesome episode. I laughed all the way through with all the bits and the stuff and the things. So, uh, hope everything's good. <laughs> and uh, you guys, shake it easy. All right? Yeah. All right. Take right. it easy. Bye. We'll take it easy. Bye, Bye you guys. <laughs> And and with that, let's let's promote his uh, his podcast, which is Reality Wasted. We'll put a link up to it. But if you can remember this, there's a tilde in it. Home dot comcast dot net slash tilde reality wasted. What's a tilde? A tilde <laughs> is that squiggly line. Uh huh. It's a uh, it's you use that it, when when, when you when you want someone to wait. Like, yes. Um, it's oh, right. Like, uh, it's tilde right, above, right day. It's right above there. the tab button. Oh, okay, all right. I don't think I've ever, ever touched that button. Ever. Um, Till they come, ever. you can't do anything. Back in the day huh. when yes. people could buy their, like, start creating their own web pages, like yeah. if they'd bought, um, say. Are you talking about GeoCity site? 
Yeah, like GeoCities and stuff. <laughs> okay. Like it would be www.geocities.com slash right. tilde and then your username. Okay. That's like that was a very common This is very old school. Do you remember when they had neighborhoods for GeoCities? Yes. You wow. lived you lived in in Hollywood on so and so slash so and so boulevard slash this neighborhood. It was kind of a cool idea, but it gave you these long URLs. Wow. Speaking of long URLs, uh, for uh, those people who uh, want to uh, go check out, can we can we pimp the uh, the HHWLOD uh, uh, site at all, or do we want them to wait until the 13th? No. I well, mean, what do you want to pimp? Didn't mm-hmm. he say that there was, like, a page that came up? Well, yeah. I just I wanted to go ahead and give the address out to anybody who wanted to go there. Um, so if you don't mind, it's, it's you know, the standard HH, HTTP, you know, colon, forward slash, forward slash, dot hhlod.com forward slash beta forward slash index dot php question mark option equals com underscore phoc gallery uh, ampersand view equals category and id equals numeral four colon new dash your oh no i'm sorry that's okay well jeez so start over bill oh man right. i'm gonna have to go back one page here I thought I had, man, I thought I had it, too. I was on it. and uh, Dot mill. We'll see. Then I had to go and take a look at some of these pictures on the uh, the beta site. Mm-hmm. And, uh, where is it? That's another non-Dan voicemail. Okay. All right. Here Let's we go. Let's hear it. Okay. hear it? All right. Uh, so, uh, uh, <laughs> hwlod.com. Huh? No? Okay, we'll no, do it next episode. Like. All right. Here we go. Brad and Frank. Johnny M. Yeah. What up? What up? <laughs> I'm going to go old school on you, give you a little uh, lost phone call. Just Pod- watch the season premiere. Podcast gold. Um, you know what? He's going to yeah. talk about Lost. So do we want to oh. save that for next oh. episode? We're going to talk about Lost next episode, so we'll listen to that voicemail next that episode. That makes sense. Good. Okay. To tell so you what, what else next on episode, list. one last thing on my list. I'll and explain then we can... Final Crisis to you, and you can explain Lost to me. How about okay. that? Good. <laughs> then we can, okay, good. Then we we can close out this episode. Good. What's the runtime on this episode? Um... Four hours, it's two it's, minutes. Uh, hold on. I'm getting glare. <laughs> Just an hour ten. Okay. You know what? I'd like to take an informal poll of the listeners. Okay. If I would like to know whether or not you guys mind the fact that we usually go longer than a half hour now, or if you don't mind. So just send us an email, halfhourwasted at gmail.com, and let us know. What are your feelings are on the runtime of our episodes? And if you're on the forum, let's do a let's do a um we, uh, a survey there, a poll yeah. question. Yeah, yeah, poll question. Because at yeah. one point, Frank and I were concerned about it. Honestly, I'm not concerned about I it. I haven't worried about it the last good ten episodes. Good. <laughs> the, okay. last, the last nine and a half episodes. <laughs> yeah, I have not worried about it. The last three weeks, it's not been an issue. Okay, we mentioned Sean Pryor in Mercury and the Murd earlier. Yes, Frank teased it. Mm-hmm. And I said that I was gonna give uh, five more copies of Mercury and the Murd comic book away. A little man without pants just came into the room. Was <laughs> he wearing a hat and, and dogs? And, uh, I got my yeah. five more copies of Mercury and the Murd. So, uh-huh. listeners, the first five emails that I get after this episode airs um, this Monday um, <clears throat> get these copies of Mercury and the Murd, and the other five people that won. I have not sent those out yet, so please don't think they're lost in the mail. I was waiting so I could send all ten out at one time. Just do it in one trip to the post office. So if you guys want a copy of the collected edition Mercury and the Murd, with issues one through four of Mercury and the Murd in it, uh, 
just a heads up, Frank and I are not in those issues, but it's worth getting anyway because it's a great book. <laughs> it's a great book. So the first five emails I get at brad at com with your snail mail address, those five will join the other five that I have to send out. And if you already won. Yeah, and those, those that have already won of the five, they know you guys can't get another copy. I've learned through painful experience that I'm not getting one either. How many so replies? It's have to be some of you. How many replies did it take for you to finally get that when we were emailing back and forth about, you know, you want a just, copy of it? I thought there was like a button stuck or something. No, nope. that's why I kept emailing. I know, I know. So, the first five emails I get after this episode airs, Brad at halfhourwasted dot com, and put Mercury in the Murder in the subject of the email, then I'll send you a copy. Very generous, Brad. I'm happy. I'm to, sure. I'm, happy I'm sure to John Pryor oh, loves that. Also, uh. They get a free Mercury in the Murd Katie Cook print, mm-hmm. like they did the first five. And these latest five issues I have on the back just happen to be signed by Sean Pryor. So these are special. These nice. are special. So what I'm going to do is randomly, when I send out all ten, mm-hmm. I'm going to randomly pull uh, names, you know, or... I'm not going to give like all the autographed ones to these last five, or so, not to the beginning. It's just going to be a random luck of the draw. Okay. If you get a if you get a little SP on the back of your book, you'll know that's signed by Sean Pryor. Sweet. I would feel bad about saving them one way or the other. Okay. So anyway, it's just randomize it is all I'm going to do. Very generous, Good. Brad. Very generous. And uh, like I said, it's a great book, and I'm happy to do it. Okay. So next week is our Valentine's Day episode, no. even though it will air. Uh, two days late, right? Well, Valentine's Day is Saturday this Saturday year? Saturday the 13th. So 14th. it'll come on the 15th. Yeah, on Monday the 15th. But we're going to talk about things we love. Love. Mm-hmm. Exciting and new. I have some tips. You have what? what? Excuse me? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Some pointers? Yes. Oh, okay. He has pointers. <laughs> he does. It's not that cold in here, though. Wink, 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 wink. Wow. All right, so. Zing. We're done, right? I suppose. Wrap wrap this up, and we'll talk about Lost in our next episode. Just a tease, our Valentine's episode, the three of us are each going to talk about three things we love. Yes. Are they necessarily comic book related? No. Three things we love. And, of course, one of mine is Lost. So when we do our... And that'll lead into Lost Talk. Yes. And when we do our list, I'll let one of you guys go. Then the other one will go and talk. No, and talk about one. So you'll be Frank one, Bill one, Brad one. Frank one, Bill one, Brad one. Ah, Frank good, one, good, good. Bill one, Brad one. Which that last one will be lost, and then we'll talk about this. Uh, this right. newest. Is that Saturday the fourteenth? We'll save that for next episode. Edit that out. Is that quick. really? Yes, dude. Yeah, we'll edit that. Well, out. I have What's a funny time? story about that. What's the time? That What's that the time? Uh, don't worry about it, man. It's um, what is it? Hold on. I want to edit this reference out so you can you can act like that. One fifteen. Okay. You can act like leave that it in. Doesn't matter. Okay, we'll leave all this. Yeah, in. leave all of it in. Sure. Don't break in the fourth wall. Hey, everybody. Eddings for suckers. That's right. Okay. okay. Right. So visit us at a halfhourwasted dot com, or at the new site. Is Sage mad? His uh, his new thing is he's decided that when he cries, he screams as loud as he can. Mm. So that's nice. That uh, that helps during the sleep hours. That'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, be fun, it's right? already fun. Let me tell you, babe. Okay. Um, I won't pimp the new site yet because it's not ready yet, 
but uh, but halfhourwasted.com, halfhourwasted at gmail.com, Brad at halfhourwasted.com, Bill at halfhourwasted.com, Frank at halfhourwasted.com, well, and the and comic say, Let's forums. go ahead and say the new, like, HHW at LOD.com. No. You, you threw uh-huh. an at in there. H O H H W L O D dot com right. will be the new site Which on the thirteenth Friday the thirteenth. So what? Half hour wasted. Legion yeah, of yeah, dudes yeah. was too long. Of- too long. You know, I learned something. I think you're right. I learned something recently. Now that I think about I it, I think there's a max number of characters. There you is. Can I have. think it's like sixty four. Uh huh. Wow. But what I recently, uh, <clears throat> I registered my own domain name. Nice. Not my own, but I, I purchased and registered a domain name, and I have yet to design the site. Yes. But it's going to be a simple one-page site just in mm-hmm. case somebody, you know how you sit in front of your computer and you go, uh, I wonder if purple.com has a website, you know, whatever. If somebody gets a bug and mm-hmm. says, I wonder if www.stonetemplepilots are greater than velvetrevolver.com, I wonder if that has a website. Well, guess what? It does now. <laughs> and it'll, it will be very soon. I, ha- I have a secret website. That uh, I've never told anybody about. And you blog on it, right? I blog on it all the time under an anonymous name. You're never going to share it with us, I will never share it because there's very personal stuff on it. Okay. I would be surprised if one of you guys have probably read it and just didn't know it. I'm not a blog I'm, reader. I'm very shallow. Yeah. I'm very shallow and I probably would have made a dent <laughs> in my subconscious anyway. I'm not a blog reader. That's okay. All right. So look. Wow. Keep on the lookout for... Uh, Stone Temple Violets are greater than VelvetRevolver.com. And see nice. if you can find my website. And, and if you if they find it and they call you... I'll fess uh, up. And then... I will fess up. What will they win? I'll have to think about that okay. next episode, I'll tell you. Okay. All right. Now what? But they'll never find it. Okay. So how do we end the show? Um, bye. No, there's something else. Well, I think we have to thank Limp Biscuit, don't we? 